Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. We are honored to have the chance to be led by Havra Asher as they uh, move us forward. Last week we were at Mount Sinai receiving Torah. 
And now we are ready to go forward. They're ready to go forward and bring the blessings of this congregation of Torah and their lives forward. And they do so by helping us celebrate Shabbat, this Shabbat. And of course, on this Shabbat, the Torah portion includes the words of the may God bless you and watch over you. And it's just an extraordinary thing as we sit through this whole service to think about thousands of years ago, learning the capacity of a person to bless another person. And here we are tonight celebrating these students and also in our congregation, those who are confirmed here in this sanctuary, in this synagogue 50 years ago. So what a congregation. We welcome everybody. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Uh, welcome to the 12th grade confirmation Shabbat service. Please take this time now to turn off any devices that may be a distraction and put them away. We are Havara Asher and we will be your service leaders this evening. We would like to introduce ourselves. Aria Berludi. Ryan Bernstein. Robbie Blattman. Benzie Blattman. Lily Buder. Isa Conlos. Jenny Golden. Jonathan Lesh. E. Ty Levine. Bradley Levin. Isaac Masiera Kaufman. Michael Mendelson. Hannah Mosheim. Sandy Schenker. Robert Singer. Sam Tick Raker. Sophia Weiss. And Mariah Wolf. There are members of this class who could not be with us tonight due to school conflicts. Jacob Beinman, Lizzie Halper, Emily Kind, Paul Levinson Muth, Samara Meyer, Evan Rawson, and Marissa Weinstock. I'm Ingrid Schrag. I'm Gabriel Renison. And I'm Michael Fisher. Confirmation has a long legacy at Congregation Emmanuel. Tonight we will be paying homage to this tradition by reading excerpts from the Confirmation Service of 1965. We have found personal connections with the words of our peers from 50 years ago. We would also like to acknowledge that there are representatives in this congregation this evening from both the 1964 and 1965 classes. Will those individuals please rise? Shabbat Shalom, and please join us on page six. sanctuary to welcome Shabbat. Within these walls we sit surrounded by numberless generations. Our ancestors built the synagogue as a visible sign of God's presence in their midst. Throughout our long history and our endless wanderings it has endured, a beacon of truth, love, and justice for all humanity. Its presence guided our ancestors to lives of righteousness, holding up to them a vision of their truest selves. Now we, in our turn, come into the sanctuary to affirm the sacredness of our lives. May we enter this place in peace. May holiness wrap around us as we cross its threshold. Weariness, doubt, the flaws within our human hearts, the harshness of the weak, let these drop away at the door. In the brightness of Shabbat, let peace settle upon us as we lift our hearts in prayer. We'd like to call up members of Tess Kogan's family to light the Shabbos candles. Test becomes B'nai Mitzvah tomorrow.
Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech Ha'olam Asher Kirishanu Votam V'tivanu
Social action means more than bulletins and resolutions, letters and documents. It means helping our nation to uphold the letter and spirit of its laws. As Jews, we who every Passover are reminded of the slavery of our ancestors in Egypt should not be afraid of becoming involved in the task of redeeming all who are enslaved and oppressed. Candace Ann Kuchlins, 1965. The Lahado D is a prayer that we recite to welcome in Shabbat. In Kabbalistic tradition, singing the Lahado D welcomes in the spirit of Shabbat, which emulates the entrance of a bride. Please join us in singing Lahado D on page 20 for verses 1 and 9 of Lahado D. Shamor bezachor bedibor echad Kishmi anu elame yukad Adonai echad ushemo echad Lishem ulti feret belit vila la 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 It is not by the quantity of our words, but rather by the quality of our deeds that we honor our parents. This is the only way of showing what we owe to our parents, not the material things, but the gifts of love, understanding, and guidance. We pray that we may repay our parents by bringing honor to them by living as they would have us live, kind, strong, and courageous. Joan Robin. 1965. The Baruch is the mitzvah of calling Israel to join us in prayer. Please join us on page 28. Please rise. 
This Shema is a wonderful opportunity to take a moment, breathe, and become fully present. It focuses our attention on the togetherness of our community. Please continue with us on page 34. Please be seated. Please join us on page 36 for the Vehafta. Please join us on page 40. Oh, 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 oh. 
Sydney Jackson to the Bema. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Congratulations, 12th grade grad class. My name is Sydney Jackson. I'd like to share with all of you my experience on a trip called Shalhevet. This was a two-week trip that followed our Jewish heritage through the Holocaust from Poland to Israel. This trip consisted of two wonderful chaperones, 21 juniors and seniors, and a wonderful Holocaust survivor named Max Garcia, who's a 90-year-old man. He lived in Auschwitz from the age of 19 to 21. We started off in Poland. Within those seven days, we visited four concentration camps, Madonik, Auschwitz, Birkenau, and Treblinka. This week was one of the hardest weeks I've ever had. Being in these environments where I saw ash and bone of dug up, dug up bodies, remains of the prisoners' belongings, and breathing in the smell of death that embedded in all these camps was emotionally very difficult. I saw places that made me cry all day, for instance, Madonic. This was a death camp that is still completely intact. I walked through the barracks, under the shower heads, through the crematorium rooms where people once lived and died. This was single-handedly the most challenging act I have ever done. My emotional level was pushed to the max, but at the same time, during this journey, you make friends that like no other. I cherish many people from this trip close to my heart. Madonic was the first camp we went to. It was also the hardest, I think most of us would agree. One instance I will never forget at Madonic was when I saw Max sitting outside one of the barracks. I came out of the units and was upset. I was crying, and I went over to him, and he opened his arms to give me a hug. He said he knew how hard this was for us and that he was sorry. He and I said, thank you. Thank you for coming back and telling us your story. The amount of respect I have for you for doing this is unmeasurable. You are my hero. He looked me straight in the eyes and said, BS. I am not a hero. Thinking back on this now, I understand how he could think he was not a hero. He did what he had to do to survive, and in his eyes, that was it. But to me, it is indescribable how lucky I feel to have shared this journey with him. I was one of the lucky ones to be able to have heard his story from his lips in Auschwitz. Following Madonic, we visited Auschwitz, Birkenau, and Treblinka. At these camps, I felt little to no emotion, emotional connection with them. 
Auschwitz and Treblinka, Treblinka are set up more like museums. This allowed me to disconnect myself from the brutal reality of what we were seeing. Treblinka is a completely outdoor memorial, hundreds of stones in the middle of the forest, dedicated to all the communities that either disappeared or the majority of Jews were murdered. This also allowed me to remove myself and fill me with a different kind of sadness. There I felt a sadness for the people who were brought there and could yell from the mountaintops without being heard. That idea of detailed planning to find a place far enough that no one could hear the murders of innocent people was unsettling. During these challenging days, we were able to connect with the JCC in Krakow. They invited us to celebrate Shabbat with their Jewish community there. This night in particular stood out to me. Since the whole time was in Poland, I felt like it was a very dark country. I don't know if that is because I was always associated with the Holocaust or because it was just dark while we were there for the week. But spending time with these people was like a breath of fresh air. It provided color to a country I saw in black and white. After this intense week in Poland, we spent a week in Israel. It was interesting contrast since we now saw Israel through the eyes of the Jewish people after World War II. Israel was presented to us in a way that showed how the Jewish people finally had a country to call home. Seeing this after the camps provided me with a deep appreciation for what it took to create a safe haven for the Jewish people. It was my first time to Israel and not at all what I expected. I thought I might not feel welcomed or uncomfortable, but it was not like that at all. I felt an instant connection being there with so many Jews in one place. It was powerful to look around and see all the people who have the same beliefs and many of them who share the same values. I have never felt like a connection living here and experiencing that surprised me. I was walking down the street in Jerusalem with my friend Emily who also goes here and she's here tonight. And we looked up and we saw Rabbi Beth. She was in a hurry on the phone, but we stopped for a moment and we talked. <laughs> it really showed what a small world it is and how you can run into people all over. Being there, I had an immense amount of pride for being Jewish. There was something that made me feel at ease and truly comfortable with who I am. That feeling is something that I'm looking to bring back here. Being at the JCC in Poland, surrounded by a community that was like a family, inspired me to get more involved here in our Jewish community. It ma I made a promise to Max before I left that I would never let his story die. That is a promise I will carry till the day I die. Congratulations. Um, our community, our nation, and our world is a composite of many individuals. Although these people are equal in the eyes of God, many of them do not receive the equal treatment, let alone adequate respect from their fellow men. By depriving individuals of their human rights, we destroy the image of God. Our society must give each person equal and fair treatment so that each person can fulfill the purpose for which he was created. This was a little entry written by Andrew Colvin from the class of 1965. Um, the Amidah is a prayer that reminds us to be grateful for our time on earth. We remember, that we, have done, what, we remember what we have done and think of what we want to do with our time in the future in hopes of making the world a better place. Please rise and join us on page 46. Adonai sepatai tu fia gite 
Adonai, open up my lips that my mouth may declare your praise. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu, Elohei avoteinu bimoteinu, Elohei Abraham, Elohei Yitzchak, Elohei Yaakov, Elohei Sarah, Elohei Rivka, Elohei Rachel, Elohei Leah. Ha'el ha'gadol ha'gibor v'hanora El el yon gomel chasadim tovim Ve'kone ha'kol v'zocher ha'zeavot v'imahot U'mevi gula l'ifnei v'neihem L'man shemo v'ahava Melech hozer moshiach magen Baruch atah Adonai, Magen Abraham, Bezrat Sarah. Atah Gibor Le'olam Adonai, Mechaye HaKol Atarab Lashia. Morit atah, Mechakel Chaim Bechesed. Mechaye HaKol Berachanim Rabbi. So magnoflim verofecholim Umatirasurim Umekayem emunato Vishenei afar Mechamocha bagevurot Umidom elach Melech mebit umechayem Umasviach Yeshua, Venematal Gayotako, Baruch Ata Adonai, Mechayeh Please be seated and take a moment for silent reflection.
morning's light Teach us daily wrong from right Oh, Adonai Amen Amen, Amen Amen, Amen Amen The other day, I was browsing through old photos that I took with the app Photo Booth. In this app, you can put yourself in front of a variety of backgrounds. You can make it look like you are on a beach, in the clouds, on a roller coaster, or better yet, in Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower. I found no fewer than 10 photos of myself that I took in seventh grade doing the exact same pose in front of all of these different kinds of backgrounds. Looking at these photos, I realized that photo booth just so happens to be a wonderful metaphor for my Jewish identity. The context of my life has changed frequently over the course of my 18 years and will continue to change even more as I move on to college. So when thinking about the various backgrounds of my life, four come to mind. Background number one, Brandeis. During my nine years at Brandeis Hillel Day School, I was completely unaware of my Jewish identity. <laughs> I was so immersed in learning about Judaism for such a long period of time that I took it for granted. Sure, I knew all of the Jewish prayers and melodies by heart, I studied the Torah in class almost every day of the week, and I would find it strange if I did not hear Hebrew being spoken in the halls. This all was just the norm. Finally, as soon as I reached eighth grade and began shadowing the high schools in the area that are not religiously affiliated, I went through a phase of being tired of Judaism. At that time, it occurred to me that I had no idea what Judaism meant to me. For those nine long years, I was given so much information about Judaism and about how I am connected to it, but I never really questioned how I wanted to make it mine. It is sad to think about it now, but by the middle of eighth grade, I'd had enough. Which brings me to background number two, Israel. At the end of eighth grade, my class took a trip to Israel. While it was interesting to see it up close after spending so many years studying about it, what took me by surprise was how I felt when standing with my host family on a kibbutz, listening to the sirens, siren in silence on Yom Hazikaron. It was in that moment that I recognized a strong connection to my Jewish identity, than, a stronger connection to my Jewish identity than to my identity as an American. I felt at home in Israel, and being around all of the young Israeli soldiers who dedicate their lives to protecting their country made more sense to me than joining the American Armed Forces. At that point in time, my Jewish identity had never been tested. It wasn't until background number three, high school, where I had that experience. Although the majority of the students at my high school are supposedly Jewish, I was surprised to discover how uneducated many of them are about Judaism. This especially came to light when I took comparative religion class with one of my favorite teachers. 
When we got to the unit on Judaism, my teacher described it as a race as opposed to a religion, and none of the other Jews in the class objected. How was I the only one in that room who had a problem with his statement? How could my teacher deny with such confidence that Jews come from every ethnic background imaginable? Physical attributes and skin color don't make a person Jewish, and even if this was said in an effort to simplify his lecture, for me, it was a wake-up call that forced me to sharpen my understanding of my Jewish identity. Not only has my Jewish identity been tested within the classroom, but also within my social circle. At my high school, we are taught to be mindful of our language when it comes to racial and social issues. However, I have heard my friends make comments in front of me that are offensive towards Jews without even realizing it. Those moments have helped me understand how many misconceptions and stereotypes about Jews still exist. And I know that may sound naive, but coming from Brandeis, where everyone was educated about anti-Semitism, it was shocking to hear my own friends be oblivious to the fact that their comments revealed that they too clung to some of these very, very same stereotypes. I could never blame them, especially because religion is not often discussed at my school, but those situations made me realize that I will not always be in an environment where the majority of people are Jewish or are knowledgeable about Judaism. As I move on to college and out into the world, I may not always have a Jewish support system like I've had for the past four years with my Emmanuel Fellowship class. But I've come to realize that these situations where I'm forced to confront these misconceptions about Judaism actually strengthen my connection to it. Which brings me to my final background, college. As I look towards my future, I wonder about the new ways in which my Jewish identity will be tested and strengthened. While searching for a college, I found that the place on those unfamiliar campuses where I felt the most at home was the campus Hillel. It is interesting then to think that I will be attending a Jesuit university in the fall. <laughs> Surprised? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Although I will not have the safety of a large Jewish community like that of Emmanuel in my confirmation class, I'm comforted by the fact that the connections I've made here and the important lessons I've learned within these walls will remain constant and will carry me through whatever experiences come my way. I look forward to returning to my Jewish community over what I expect will appear on my school calendar as Christmas break. Thank you and Shabbat Shalom. Surrounded by these beautiful flowers and as we uh, witness that beautiful naming by Rabbi Beth of Kochava, by these beautiful Kochavim, by these stars that are going to lead us into the next generation, um, who I've had the opportunity to teach this year, it's my honor now to first of all thank somebody who's very important to this congregation, um, without whom many of our children, I believe, would not still be Jews. Um, and it's not one of the rabbis. Um, it's Ariana Estoke. So I just want to say, I know that there's many, um, there's many ways to thank you, Ariana, um, from all of the clergy, from all of the parents, and from your students. We appreciate you more than we could ever, ever say and express. And I especially appreciate the fact that um, all of our students have your cell phone number and not mine for those <laughs> middle of the night calls. Um, so it is my um, honor also now to call somebody who is um, not only an incredible challah baker, but the president of our congregation, Donnie Friend.
Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Um, this is, uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that uh, this is the first uh, confirmation service that I've attended for, for many years. So I'm finding that that's happening more and more as I do my various duties uh, as the incoming president. But uh, this has a special feeling about it to see all of your great energies around me here uh, gives us a real great hope for the future of our congregation. You, uh, you really represent that. The fact that uh, you are graduating as, as confirmants now in the 12th grade, which is different than the way we did it. I think we, got graduate, we graduated or became confirmed in the 10th grade. So that says something about your commitment. And uh, I know that I personally kind of couldn't wait to get out of here <laughs> at the 10th grade. I, it, it, uh, and uh, I'm happy to say, though, that uh, I've come a long way since then and found my home very, very deeply in, the, in this congregation. And I know that you will, too, because I'm sure some of you have various levels of, of uh, feeling that you want to be around here. But hopefully you will uh, find different points in your life that where Temple Emmanuel means something to you. And, and that's uh, something that's well exemplified by those that have uh, been in your seats 50 years ago. Uh, there are many close friends of mine, Mishpucha, I, I think, uh, of mine, that uh, I, I look in the faces over there of uh, Diana Corvin and, and my neighbor, Sidney Goldstein, and uh, uh, our, our past president, uh, Andrew Colvin, who was, who was quoted earlier. So, these are all connections that are very important and mean something to all of us. And, and I hope that you find that and keep that in mind and always look to this place as your home, as your spiritual home, one that you can come back to and hopefully maybe one day give, give this speech instead of me. So uh, mazel tov to all of you and I wish you all the best. Shabbat shalom. Standing on this bima for confirmation every year makes me very proud to be part of the Temple Emmanuel legacy. It also reminds me that I have the most amazing job in the world. I get to work with and learn from extraordinary teens that give me hope for our future. This year we had 160 teens registered for our 8th through 12th grade Emmanuel Fellowship Program. I would love to say that it was because of our wonderful clergy and our amazing programming, which of course helps. But really, it's the teens are showing up for each other. Parents, you know you can't make them attend. They want to feel connected to each other, to this building, and to their Jewish identity. For that, they deserve to be honored. Greek writer and philosopher Nikos Kazantzakis said, true teachers are those who use themselves as bridges over which they invite their students to cross. Then, having facilitated their crossing, joyfully collapse encouraging the students to create their own bridges. After tonight, I will joyfully collapse. <laughs> but I will tell you that I've enjoyed building the bridge with this group you see before you. Their bridges will lead in every direction, take on many shapes and sizes, and hopefully, eventually, their bridges will lead back to Emmanuel at some point in time. Their bridges will be built with dedication, understanding, maturity, and most importantly, compassion. The next portion of the evening will honor our teens on this BIMA and those in the congregation for their wonderful contributions and adventures. Please sit back, 
relax, and enjoy the simcha. At this time, I'd like to invite Rabbi Beth and Rabbi Bauer to the bima. Just before we call this um, group, very special group of teens forward for a, a blessing from the two of us and, and from all of us, I, I also have to say just this one thing that I could say so many things about Ariana, our just really great partner in teen leadership and teen development, and that's that last year was my first confirmation service, and it was an absolutely beautiful service, and at the end of the service, I said to Ariana, you know, one thing, Ariana, is, you know, all those kids, they, they got a special talit for their bar bat mitzvah. Wouldn't it be nice if at confirmation, they'd wear the talit that they got for their bar bat mitzvah? I said it to her that one night a year ago, never mentioned it again. And you all look so beautiful. I don't know whose idea it was that you would all come in your talitot, but fantastic, as because you are our prayer leaders tonight, and we hope you will wear those talitot throughout your lives and, um, and lead the prayers. So we know that our students bless us here, and they go out into the world to be a blessing. So we have students from a number of groups to call forward, not the ones on this BIMA, but other students. So I would like to welcome up, and this isn't just our students. We're going to expand it to anyone in the congregation who is traveling to Israel this summer to come and join us on the Bema because we would like to give you a blessing. And while they're coming up, we have um, a number of teens who have been involved and are involved in other extraordinary programming that builds uh, the Jewish world. Those who have participated or are participating in the Maccabee Games, please come forward. Those who are part of the Teen Foundation, learning early on how to be a philanthropist, which every single one of us can be, regardless of our income or circumstances. Those doing right on for Israel, and those uh, participating or having just participated in Shalhevet, who we might have bumped into on the streets of Jerusalem on our cell phones, uh, and those participating in a nifty uh, trip, and Diller, please come forward. To each one of you, we offer God's blessing on you. We bless you with strength and internal purpose and spirit of God as you go all throughout the world on the adventures, being that neshama, that, that Jewish soul that spreads the love and the Judaism of this place, carrying it forth all locally and all throughout the world. And it's not just these two rabbis. It's not just the cantors blessing you. It's this entire congregation. And this is not new. We've been doing this for generation upon generation, even in my own family in Argentina. They would bless people as they headed off on their journeys. So this is from all of us. So let's bless them together, everybody, on page 345 in your prayer book. May we be blessed as we go on your way. We'll say you.
Tov and thank you. Mazel Tov. In just a moment, we are going to honor our confirmands, and I think that uh, we reflect on what Donnie Friend said, which is the confirmation traditionally, if you go up to the fifth floor and you look at the pictures of the confirmation class, indeed, in the reform movement, it had always been in the 10th grade. We moved it to 11th grade, and we realized we were in this uh, neat status, this in-between status, and it se always seemed a little strange that we were graduating people who then had a whole other year of high school, or two years. Um, so it made a lot more sense that as we're all going through this big transition in the lives of our children, as they're becoming 17 and 18, 19 years old and going off into the world wherever they're going, that we would also confirm or affirm their Jewish identity. Um, and so before we call um, our final speakers of the evening, I just want to say for me, very, very personally, um, this is my 18th year at the congregation, and these youngsters are 18 years old. So these are the first kids I had the opportunity um, and the kavod to name as you brought them into the world and you brought them into our congregation. So when I look at all of you leaving and going away from us, I do feel a little bit of a personal kind of, maybe it's the great matriarch status that we have or just the anxious, worried Jewish mother or father that we have in all of us. Um, but I also feel, just like your parents, a great sense of pride looking at you and feeling um, under these beautiful talitot that we are sending these kohavim into the world. A great sense of pride from our congregation. So um, I would like to invite our two final speakers up, Sophia Weiss and Jonathan Lesh. We're going to start out with some thank yous. <laughs> yeah. We'd first like to ask uh, Rabbi Mintz, Cantor Addy, um, to stand. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you uh, and all the rest of the clergy for leading us and sharing your wisdom with us through the years. We'll just start with us and you. <laughs> Also, we'd like to give a special thank you to Ariana. Um, we really, where is she? It's over there. <laughs> we really would not have made it this far without you. You are what keeps uh, fellowship going. Thank you. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. All right. Jonathan Lesh and I met in the fifth grade, right upstairs in room 51 at Thursday school. It was my 10th year at Emmanuel. But it was my first. 
I didn't know too many people at Temple, so I was feeling pretty intimidated. So one day, during the pre-learning schmooze time, I started talking to who I thought was a big, bad seventh grader. Little did he know that I felt the same way. I thought he was a big, bad seventh grader. A couple minutes and three bagels later, it came to our attention that we were both, in fact, in fifth grade. <laughs> to us then, and now, this was a classic example of Jewish community, one of the major components of tonight's confirmation. Although we both saw each other as older, we were still inclined to become friends because of the immediate connection that arises from our common Jewishness. Tonight's confirmation signals not only our departure from Jewish youth, but also from Temple Emmanuel. For most of my life, Judaism and Emmanuel worked in tandem. I began my Jewish education here when I was two weeks old at my naming ceremony. My experience would go on to include preschool, Sunday school, Thursday school, Wednesday school, bat mitzvah training, and the Emmanuel Fellowship program as I began high school. To me, Emmanuel has always been a constant, a place I can depend on and go back to as a member of a community that has accepted and welcomed me for as long as I've been alive. This community, which has become such an integral part of my Jewish identity, is the reason that I have continued all the way to 12th grade confirmation. I feel connected to Emmanuel and the friends I made here as I grew up. We've been told that confirmation is in many ways an ending, a graduation, but I see confirmation as a platform for the rest of my Jewish life. In contrast, I had little to no involvement with Emmanuel until I met Sophia that day in fifth grade. Being the son of a Jewish father and a Chinese mother, there has always been a sort of struggle between the two sides of my identity. Early on in my life, I think the activities of being Chinese overshadowed those of Judaism. Going to Chinese New Year, going to Chinese classes, eating dumplings cooked by my Chinese grandmother, these memories are still vivid from my early childhood. Not to speak poorly of my Jewish side of my family, but it was, it was really only by my bar mitzvah that I began to feel connected with Judaism. It might have taken me even longer to feel that personal connection. Though I went through the motions with my family, I never really felt a strong personal tie to Judaism until well into high school, when I was a member of the Emmanuel Fellowship and the Dillertine Fellows, which I became involved with through Emmanuel. In my time with Diller, I discovered a layer of Judaism that I hadn't really yet explored. The idea of tikkun olam, or giving back to the community to better the world. Through the lens of Jewish history and the Israeli conflict, I learned that my Jewish beliefs aligned with my ideas of social action. Nowadays, I identify as being Jewish not only religiously, but intellectually. My Judaism is as much a part of my social beliefs as it is of my spiritual ones. Really, my Jewry affects how I see the world. As Sophia mentioned, the tenets of tzedakah and tikkun olam have stuck out especially through my years of Jewish education. In fact, my focus on tikkun olam has been instrumental in my college process as well as my future career plans. In college, I will be studying international politics, largely because of the commitment to public service and social engagement that Judaism has instilled in me. Not only has Judaism likely shaped my future, but also helps shape my present. Although we don't go as often as we used to, ever since my bar mitzvah, my dad and I have attended Friday night services here at Emmanuel together. The half hour drive each way 
and the service gives us a window of time in the week to be together, just the two of us, and has fostered a special bond that would otherwise be absent. Our exploration into Jewish values, both inside the temple and out, has made us realize that we don't have to stick to a set path in our beliefs. We could, we could adapt Judaism to fit our lives and forge away all our own. In the last few years, not only have we felt more connected to Judaism than ever before, but ultimately more appreciative. Several months ago, my mom sat me down and asked me if I wanted to continue on to confirmation. To me then, and especially now, it wasn't much of a question. The obligation and relation I feel with Judaism is much bigger than me alone. It reaches from Israel to San Francisco, from Mount Sinai to Golden Gate Park, from Moses and the Ten Commandments to right here in the Martin Meyer Sanctuary. Every 12th grader here tonight has been Jewish all their lives, but tonight Judaism is ours for the taking. From here on out, being, Jew being Jewish is what we choose to make of it. This ceremony is confirmation of that. Thank you. Shabbat shalom. So the, the next portion is what these guys have been waiting for for 12 years. This is the actual confirmation. So we have members of previous year's classes. We have Shoshi Cooperman, Jackie Mostany, Sam Quintana, and Josh Lawrence, who was in last year's confirmation class. Please come up to the BIMA. And representatives of this year's class in what we call the chain of tradition, Jenny Golden, Brad Levin. If you have ever been confirmed here at this congregation, please rise. Shabbat Shalom. We also love Ariana. We represent confirmation classes of years past. We are symbolic of the chain of tradition in our Jewish heritage. We now pass on our Torah, the responsibility, and special privileges to this year's confirmation class. You are now the next link in this chain of tradition. We ask the confirmation class of 2015, Abra Asher, to join us. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, Adonai is God, Adonai is love. Hear, O Israel, Adonai is God, Adonai is one. I accept this Torah on behalf of our congregation class. We vow to stand with the generations that have come before us and those that will come after. We accept the responsibility and traditions in this chain of tradition. May God bless you and always watch over you. 
God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May you always see God's light shining through you may bring you to peace and to being a blessing. Amen. So one final gift before we conclude the service. Um, Heather Erez, who's our Director of Youth and Family Education, um, my office mate, my sounding board, <laughs> mutual, um, is, wants to give those uh, students who've been teen teachers a little shout out. So for some of you that have may, been here, uh, may have been here on the last day of school, every year our graduating seniors give medallions to our kindergartners. So here we have two kindergartners representing. And um, we decided that as you go off to college, this is our new mascot. And as you go off to college, we wanted to give you the armadillo, because he's a little famous and exciting. But also, in the dorm room, this is a conversation starter. <laughs> it is, promise me, promise you. And the other thing is that this year, just so you feel like you're part of it, the armadillo will be talking about Parshat Shivua. So the tour portion every week, so you can look at it and remind yourselves to open up the wonderful Tanachim that you got for your bar and bat mitzvahs from Emmanuel and do a little study and go to Hillel. So can all of the teachers in the Youth and Family Education Program please stand? And there you go, or else you can have them. Okay, go, Bob, go. So in addition to the armadillo, which is clearly the most important, um, they will be getting, all of the confirmands will be getting an official certificate of com completion of graduation in the Emanuel Fellowship. They will receive a book of Jewish values by Rabbi Telushkin, and they will receive their very own Rabbi's Honor Cup, which is an actual cup. It's a kiddush cup with their name engraved on it, which is a legacy of Temple Emanuel. If you walk on the fifth floor landing of the congregation, you will see all of the names since 1853 who have been confirmed here. So please raise your hand if you have a confirmation cup. See? Now you will have your own. All right? Great. Elenu leader.
please join us on page 253 for the Misha Berra. As I move my hand across the room, please state the name of someone who needs spiritual, mental, or physical healing at this time. Until we believe in the general principle that all men are created equal, we will have the same persecution against particular races, creeds, or colors that has plagued our world for centuries. Society needs to find a cure for this sore wound which drains so much of its decency and goodness. Let us see to it that equal rights and opportunity are given to all. Stuart Edward Jacobson, 1965. Please rise. <laughs> uh, and please join us for the Elenu on page 282. Elenu <laughs> Oh. 
Please be Please. seated. a beginning, in death, a destination, and life is a journey from childhood to maturity and youth to age, from innocence to awareness and ignorance to knowing, from foolishness to discretion. And then perhaps to wisdom, from weakness to strength or strength to weakness, and often back again, from health to sickness and back we pray to health again, from offense to forgiveness, from loneliness to love, from joy to gratitude, from pain to compassion, and grief to understanding, from fear to faith, from defeat to defeat to defeat, until looking backward or ahead, we see that victory lies, not at some high place along the way, but in having made the journey Stage by stage, a sacred pilgrimage. Birth is a beginning, and death a destination. And life is a journey, a sacred pilgrimage to life everlasting. Our hearts go out to families who have had recent loss. They're here to find comfort as they mourn Barry Kushner, Marcus Aaron, Sophia Kodak, Dorothy Selig Newman, Elaine Simon, and William Joseph Roos. It's also the yard site, the anniversary of the passing of these loved ones. May their memory be an abiding blessing. Tonight we honor the memory of Ezra Batat, Mel Bellet, Sandra Belloff, Rose Burkholtz, Lydia Bayliss, Elliot J. Cherry, Herbert A. Cohen, Martin S. Coleman, Esther Corrin, David Darsky, Lottie Ehrman, Jeanette Eisenstein, Harriet Epstein, Herman Gadji, Leona Geller, Reza Goldstein, Evan Hancher, Gabrielle Hartog, Lisa Hunter, ben Benjamin Samuel Immershine, Arlene Jacobs, Anita Khan, Bess Key, Ruth Kleinman, Abe Kroll, Miriam Edwards Kushner, Ernest Lampert, Sylvia Leff, Max S. Levy, Maxine Leventhal, Bernard Jerome Lewis, Jack Lippman, George Mannheim, Stuart Moldau, Roz Morgan Besser, Dora Nebensal, Perry Neuschatz, Dorothy Newhouse, Anthony Tony Orgel, Samuel Nathan Pincus, Sarah Pollock, Donald Ravitch, David Rottenberg, Nadia Rottenberg, Nadine Rushikoff, Oscar Rushikoff, Pamela Blay Sapiro, Dorothy Schneider, Albert N. Siegel, Ilse A. Shelton, Maurice Snyder, Kate Heary Tulchin, Thelma Turkel, 
Marilyn K. Weisberg, Dora Wolchuk, and Rabbi Joseph Asher, Asher, who served this congregation from 1968 to 1985. If you're here to mourn someone whose name wasn't mentioned on this list, as I point my tally in your direction, please call out their name. As we look around this room and acknowledge the pain of our community, we all rise in support and say these ancient Aramaic words on page 294. <laughs> Yehesh Shmoye Rabbah Mivarach Le'olam Umei Almaya Yitvarach Vishabach Vitpahar Vishraman Vinaseh Vitadar Vitaleh Vitalash Megadushah Rehuhu Le'olamim Kol Birchatah Shiratah Tushbechatah Benechamatah Damiran Be'amah Vimru Amen Yehesh Shmoye Rabbah Mishmaya Mechayim Alein Ve'alko Yisrael Vimru Amen O shalom bimramav, uya shalom, aleinu ve'al kol Yisrael, v'imru, amen. Please be seated. God, as this confirmation ceremony nears its completion, Help us to realize its true significance. Inspire us to continue dedication to our religious teachings so that we may lead more meaningful and worthy lives. May we all strive to create a world of peace and happiness for all humankind. Marilyn Deborah Mann, 1965. May the words from the hearts and the Jewish souls from our confirmands 50 years ago mingle tonight with the words of the hearts and the souls of these fine young men and women who are sending us into a beautiful Shabbat and who we send into the world as our representatives. And may we be blessed with a little bit of the feelings that you had tonight into the rest of our week.